Get ready to expand your alignment with Source. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Here's your host, Ray Zander. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Everyday Attraction, your podcast for all things law of attraction. Of course, this is just your feel-good nation, and uh, shouting out to all of you, saying hello to all of our listeners on unity.fm, or maybe you're picking us up on Stitcher or Pocket Casts or Google Play, all the places that we're heard, and we're happy to have you here. Nice to vibe in with you, and I'm so thrilled to offer a new co-host to our show today. I've been having so much fun, you know, really interacting with with people who bring fresh insight to this Abraham work. And today is no different. So I want to welcome to Everyday Attraction, leader, teacher, just amazing all around, incredible person, Lisa Schrader to the show. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much, Ray. I'm delighted we get to drop into this conversation together. Thanks for the invitation. Isn't this fun? Lisa Schrader is, well, some of you might have caught her on Oprah. I just love to say that. (laughs) Before Oprah wrapped up her show, Lisa was a guest. um, It's sort of her her Shakti go-to person. Uh, Lisa's site is awakeningshakti.com. You must check it out. And uh, full disclosure, Lisa and I also produce another podcast together called She Source. She Source. And you can check that out on Apple Podcasts and all the places that podcasts are heard. How do you describe SheSaurus when people ask you, Lisa? Well, this will make sense to the Abraham listeners. It's really about source, of course. Like, how do we stay connected to source, whether that's the divine source or our our own internal soul source? And for me and my work, which is about Shakti, that is divine feminine energy, universal energy and power that's feminine in nature. So she source for me is really about tapping into our connection to the divine feminine, to the way the divine feminine shows up in the earth, but also in our bodies, which of course are made of earth, in our feminine hearts, in our spirits and souls. So that's what she source really invokes for me. And what's so wonderful about this conversation, because obviously we're going through a real vibrational sea change when it comes to women and awakening and really understanding who we are on the planet, our power on the planet. And it's the perfect time to get into that discussion about the feminine, the divine feminine. I always say, you know, what comes next after Me Too and after Time's Up is really us tapping into our she source knowing because we need to come from love and compassion. So check out awakeningshakti.com. And of course, Lisa's also a, a neighbor hammer. And that's why she's here with us on the Feel Good Nation and is now our official Feel Good sister. So what we like to do on the podcast, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. What we do here is kind of, it's really extraordinary in the sense that we're talking about leading edge teachings from some of the greatest teachers we think on the planet coming in through channels. Um, This particular focus is on Esther Hicks and the gorgeous beings known as Abraham. You can check out more about Abraham at abraham-hicks.com. But chances are you heard about Abraham and that's how you found us. So we welcome you here. What we want to do is just to go deeper on some of the new messages coming through these amazing teachers because it never stops. You know, Lisa, it feels like 
even though we may have heard some of the things we're going to talk about today before, they have new meaning. They have another take, another place for us to release resistance, don't you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, as I was preparing for our session today and just, you know, getting current with Abraham, I just could not believe the shift in my energy, you know, particularly yesterday when I was just kind of in my stuff and feeling frustrated and feeling stuck and disappointed and just kind of, you know, in that whole space and just even listening to these concepts fresh again, just was so liberating. Liberating is the word for me. Like it just freed me up. It freed me up to just have kind of a whole different second half of my day in terms of my creativity and my openness and the sort of letting go of anxious thoughts and and just getting creative instead. Like it was really remarkable. So I'm just so happy. I'm just happy to be exploring. We were talking about on last week's show, this concept of being under the influence, because we're always under the influence of something, right? And and actually, Esther Abraham had said she wanted to get a bumper sticker that <laughs> said under the influence. I'm like, ah, I don't think that would go over so well. But I, I think that the idea is that we're, we're under the influence of either our high source, our greater knowing, our inner being God, whatever you want to call it, or we're under the influence of Twitter or the last email that we got or what something our husband said. Or, you know, so it's really so key. I think in this work and in this opportunity to really understand its magic is to check in throughout the day and say, what am I under the influence of? And even more importantly, once I know what that is, how can I move and shift it to be more in alignment with that broader knowing? And and that's really the nitty gritty, isn't it? It absolutely is. And what was really relevant around that for me is in, I have a, a monthly membership program called the Shakti Oasis. And we have women from around the world, and we take a different topic from the Awakening Shakti teachings each month. And so in this month, we're in the topic of surrender. And we've been talking about, you know, sexual surrender and also just surrendering, you know, our programming and just what does surrender mean for us? You know, it's it's individual for each person. But that's what I was really tapping into yesterday was this realization that what you know, to use my languaging here, what what I was really being invited to surrender, if you will, in my crankiness were the thoughts, you know, or as Abraham would say, the stories, you know, of how difficult things were, how I couldn't figure things out, or how things were not coming that I wanted more as quickly as I wanted them to. And I realized, yeah, that's what needs some surrendering, are those stories or are those thoughts? And of course, that's challenging. To, but once, as soon as we wake up, you know, in the moment, in, in the moment and go like, wow, what, why am I feeling like this? Oh, because these are the thoughts that I'm having. And what does it look like to surrender those? Like, let them go, let them flow and come back into presence or into more clarity about what it is that I can be content with or satisfied with that is actually right here, right now. And what is it that I'm actually really calling in? And then boom, you know, the vibration starts to shift. I love that process because I think what's so important with the surrender piece is that it gives you an opportunity to separate yourself from the thought form. And I I think that's the key. I think, you know, Byron, Byron Katie does that work so beautifully too. This idea of 
who am I if I didn't have that thought? You know, and I think that's really the interesting part where we start to say the thought forms are not who I am. Yet until I get space from them, they look and feel like they're me. And I certainly then become under the influence of them and then just have a sad old time of it, you know, unnecessarily. I think that's the key too. This is all unnecessary suffering. You know, I think I I love this idea again about when I'm able to call out that thought and then surrender what's interesting. And I think what's so perfect with what we're going to talk about today is then what do I fill it with? Because, you know, we can't have a vacuum. So it's like you said, it's not only letting go of the thought form, but now where am I turning my beautiful, gorgeous, delicious focus, my favorite F word? Well, close (laughs) to my second favorite F word. So where am I moving my focus to? And this is this topic of satisfaction that I want to talk about, because there is sort of this misunderstanding in the metaphysical world is that if I'm not struggling and striving and begging the universe and and really pleading to the universe or stating my case to the universe, then it won't deliver. But the universe is not your mother. You know, it's not that, that person you or your boss or whoever it is that you think all your good has to come through. You know, it's such a, a real spiritual maturing point when we, we really get clear on the fact that I don't, I already am worthy. And what it is that I'm wanting is already here in vibrational essence. I just need to bring it in through my own vibration. So I think it's this idea that somehow if you feel satisfied, you've given up on your desires. And therefore, the universe is like, eh, she doesn't really want that. She's clearly satisfied. But that's really a misuse of metaphysics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. And, you know, I th- also, at least in my work, it's been very useful to make some distinctions and I, you know they are just models so i'm just going to offer these if they if they serve and if they don't you know don't take them on to our audience but this idea of like you're speaking about ray of like sort of our demands or our hard work or our efforting you know of like i i need to be working really hard or struggling and you know i got to keep reminding the universe this is what i want i would characterize as more of our masculine energy that you know moving towards a goal like literally sort of penetrating if you will what it is we want with our energy there's an action to that that's that's very aligned with our masculine. And that's, of course, very, very useful. You know, that's not, that's a good thing. Can be a really, you know, a good thing. We need that. But we also really need, and what I would suggest we're so out of balance with on the planet is this deep receptivity of our feminine. And it is, you know, this sort of this this knowing this being able to receive, like even, you know, the egg inside of a woman literally sort of there waiting, you know, calling forth. She's not the one eagerly swimming and trying to get somewhere. She's just there in her luminous, you know, lunar, <laughs> her re- ripeness and receptivity for life, calling life to her. And and to me, this is really an aspect of a of I think at least for how I'm resonating with this idea of satisfaction or this this ability as Abraham talks so much about of allowing and receiving and I think it's no accident that we're so out of balance with that because the whole world is out of balance with honoring the feminine and honoring 
if if the feminine masculine distinction is feeling confusing because it can be with that languaging, even just this idea of the yin, you know, that we, that in our wholeness we have the active principles and then the receptive principles, and that is our wholeness. So for me, this this message from Abraham is is really a lot of coming into that capacity that we all have of our deep receptivity, you know, which is also our presence. Oh, I love that. You know, they have been talking a lot about the receiving mode. Yes. And what's interesting is that when you're feeling the emotion of satisfaction, you can know you're in the receiving mode, which I think is such a great way for us to know what's happening. Because otherwise, we're kind of like, am I in the receiving mode? Am I receptive? Am I receptive? Again, working too hard. But this idea of leaning back, and I love how you taught me, you know, just this power stance of leaning back, legs open. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The queen on the throne, I'm in receiving mode. Coming back to this idea of the receiving mode, and that our ability to let the universe show itself Because vibrationally, it's already done. You know, we know that it's been given, ask and it is given, right? That's the the whole corner point. So if it's already delivered, and the energy of satisfaction tells us we have faith in that delivery, then the power of satisfaction is so poignant. Because it doesn't mean I'm satisfied with the fact that I'm not getting the desire that I have, but there is something in my life. There is somewhere in my life where I can focus and feel satisfied. So I move from surrender. I move into surrender and I release that thought form, which is making me suffer, right? And then I fill it with the focused satisfaction of some place in my life. And if I can hold that focus, and they even say for as little as 17 seconds, everything we've been asking for is coming in. What a formula. Right? Fun on the way to fun. (laughs) It's really interesting because I love talking about receiving because of this very reason. Because we want to be in the receiving mode. I I don't want to work hard. I mean, Abraham has said that we have had enough contrast in our lives to create what we want for 20 or 30 lifetimes. I don't need any more contrast. Right. So that's like really, I think about, you know, surrendering the habit of, of struggle or um, hard work, you know, or efforting, which the hyper-masculine culture that we're all a product of has a vested interest in us believing in right? We, it, it stresses us out so that we need to buy more pharmaceuticals or we need to be more distracted from our pain or we're more productive, quote unquote, you know, the sort of endless focus on the bottom line and results. And, you know, and we can see how dysfunctional that model is, even though we're, a lot of us feel very trapped in it. But that's why conversations like this and, you know, communities and, you know, at least in my world, particularly sisterhood and conscious community is so important to remind us of what who we already are. So it's it's receptivity. I would also throw in the word remembering because I believe most of us have been sort of systematically turned away from our power again by those that would 
prefer us to think that our power is outside of ourselves, right? And we're, you know, we've, we're all, we've all experienced that. So this, this coming back to receptivity and remembering doesn't mean also that we're sitting around on the couch, not doing anything necessarily. You know, there's authentic action. There's, you know, stepping into your creativity or, you know, your, your work because it helps, for example, more people find you that need your message or, you know, depending on what it is that you're in the world doing. But it's, but it's more from that place of dancing is what it feels like with life rather than, oh, I have to do this or now I've got to do this or I've got to make this happen. You know, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a co-creative process. Absolutely. And it is an unraveling. I mean, we can't expect that we simply jump from suffering and separation to bliss, right? There's some, there might be some steps. And I think you're so right that community can be powerful. And, you know, it's why I think we, we go to spiritual organizations like Unity, or we you know, join membership groups like you have on AwakeningShakti.com because we do need to be reminded that we're pulling away. And what's interesting about this reminding and even this understanding of satisfaction, it feels so good. And that's how we know it's in alignment. <laughs> Lovely system. <laughs> right. Like we're supposed to feel good, which really like, I mean, if, if we want to just drill down to it, I think that's such a profound inquiry for us. Like, do we actually believe that? Because there's such a cultural imperative to believe that we have to earn that, you know, or that we're suffering here and then heaven comes later versus no heavens, well, and hell for that matter, are right here, moment by moment. And, you know, life gives us this incredible variety of both chaos and bliss and what does it look like to say yes to that? You know, that's one definition of of Tantra, this amaz- amazing, you know, spiritual path that comes to us from India, but has roots in many different cultures and is is very ancient. And that's one of the the primary tenets is that life is well, frankly, feminine in nature. It's always changing. It's always moving. It's always reaching for itself and it's here to be experienced and enjoyed. And it's not about separating like, oh, this is the good part and this is the bad part. It's all one. And how can we keep saying yes to that? You know, it it just reminds me, like, I think a lot of our quote unquote dissatisfaction comes from this rejection of aspects of life. Like it shouldn't be like that, or it should be happening faster than that, or he shouldn't have said that, or, you know, whatever, that is. And of course we have preferences, but there is a uh, tremendous freedom, again, satisfaction, (laughs) to use the word of the day, around opening to embrace the wholeness of it, you know, to like meet, meet it with our, with our Shakti energy, because it's all, it's all that. And, And there is an element here of faith that we're talking about. You know, we're talking about, do I believe 
that I am worthy? Do I believe that it is done vibrationally? Do I believe that my quote unquote work is just to bring it into the physical through my joy, through my satisfaction, through my, even my contrast, knowing that even in the midst of that, which I don't want is what I want. And that is part of it too. And to not freak out or pitch a tent. I mean, all of it is just this question of our faith of if we do believe that, then satisfaction as a stepping stone should not only be a place of knowing I'm in a powerful creative stance, because that which is when I'm in satisfaction, I'm releasing resistance to who I am and what I know. I'm releasing resistance. And when I release resistance, everything just pops in. It flows in. It's that beautiful cycle of flow that then I allow and say, yes, you know, this color, that color, I'm going to going to do this and that. And and we sort of move with the yes, rather than kind of what are the crazy thing we've inherited, which is if you aren't pushing and pulling and making it happen, you know, satisfaction is for losers who don't get it done. Like you said, the masculine, masculine, the penetrating. And it's so, it's just so beautiful to see the elegance of this system. And it really requires, you know, just that place of a deep breath and are relaxing. So we're going to take a quick break. And before we do, I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, which is the Plant Medicine or doTERRA Essential Oils. You can read more about what we have found to be an extraordinary way to feel satisfied. If you're looking to release resistance and help your mind, your physical brain do that, we highly recommend breathing in some of these gorgeous essential oils. Pop over to everydayattraction.com and learn more about how you can too breathe in non-resistance and be on your satisfaction trail. Again, that's everydayattraction.com and we thank doTERRA for its support of our show. When you do purchase something from our website, you support us. So we thank you ahead of time for that. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more talk about the power and the productivity of simply feeling satisfied. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. When listeners like you contribute to Unity Online Radio, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate to make a one-time donation. Or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you ever said to yourself, I'm living a life I never intended to create? What life did you intend to create? Did you set goals? Did you work toward reaching those goals? If we don't have a specific goal in mind or we don't know where we want to go, we may be likely to end up in places not of our choosing. Establishing goals along with guidelines on how to achieve them helps to keep us focused and energized and often makes our lives more interesting, useful, and successful. It's never too late to take control of your life. 
Once you have your purpose clearly in mind, explore the various ways you can make it happen and visualize the process you believe can work best. Set goals, do what it takes to accomplish them, and enjoy your process. This message has been brought to you by the Association of Unity Churches International. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. Take time out for you and join other like-minded souls looking to build their connection to spirit with the Unity at Sea Cruise in 2019. Experience a spiritual retreat at sea as you participate in a special program designed to help you on your individual journey of self-discovery. Deepen and explore your spiritual growth with Unity ministers and presenters as you enjoy exotic Caribbean ports of call. For all the details, go to unity.org slash unity at sea now to make a deposit by January 30th and save $100. If you've been thinking of going vegan or you have been following a vegan lifestyle for years, the Main Street Vegan Academy Cookbook will become your go-to resource. Victoria Moran, J.L. Fields, and certified vegan lifestyle coaches will show you how easy and delicious it can be to go vegan. With over 100 plant-based recipes, you'll never get bored, and the book is packed with tips and strategies to transform your cooking and your life. Available now at Amazon.com or your local bookstore. Would you like to experience more peace and joy in your life through A Course in Miracles? Let Reverend Jennifer Hadley support you in discovering the powerful life lessons available through this unique spiritual thought system that teaches the way to love and peace is through forgiveness. Join Jennifer every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central for A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk, to experience the healing for yourself on Unity Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to Everyday Attraction with Ray Zander. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity.fm. And I'm so happy to have our guest co-host, Lisa Schrader from AwakeningShakti.com. You might know her from Oprah. You might know her from her books on tantric and other wonderful things you can check out. Definitely go to her website at AwakeningShakti.com. She's got a couple of exciting opportunities coming up. Lisa, tell us about your webinar and some of the things you're doing within Awakening Shakti. Mm, yeah, if you're curious about this word Shakti, you don't even have to know so much what it means. You can just see if it resonates for you. I am very excited. I haven't done a live webinar in a long time, and I'm just doing it as a gift to the world. It's called Rock Your Shakti, and we're going to be talking about uh, kind of the three core elements of of Shakti related to the way that I teach that. So that's coming up on July 12th, and I uh, would invite you to, to uh, join us for that. And then I have a program coming up called Lover Mother Leader. That's a six-week introduction to my work around the body, heart, and soul of Shakti. And so that's coming up as well towards the end of July. And then, yeah, just lots of free stuff and my membership program, which is a low-cost way to have like-minded, conscious, feminine community if you're a woman who's really looking for that in your life. And um, yeah, I just welcome you to check it out. Thank you. And as we mentioned in the first part of the show today, 
Lisa's podcast is She Source, and uh, and we encourage you to check that out as well. So before the break, we were talking about the power and the amazing, creative, productive energy of this simple feeling of satisfaction. And again, the misinterpretation of this understanding is that if we feel satisfied, that somehow we've given up on our desire, that we have said, oh, I'm good. But that's really the opposite of what the true law is that Abraham is teaching us, is that when you focus on satisfied, now you might have 10 things going wrong. And if you just focus on one that's going right, then all that you're wanting and asking for will follow suit because it's a vibrational match. You've given consistent focus on your vibration. And so everything matching that falls in just like a nice wave where the rendezvous points come, we're inspired to act rather than pushing. Um, We have crazy coincidences, quote unquote, but all we know that this is the magic of matching satisfaction, which what Abraham is telling us is the receiving mode. It is that what uh, Lisa was talking about too, that that feminine part of ourselves in all of us, whether we be, you know, male or female, the feminine part of us for us that is receptive to the broader knowing, that is receptive to that which we've created, that can lean back. And I think what's so interesting is that practicing satisfaction is just so much fun. So true. I want to share something, Ray, that just came to me. I was in a meditation recently about, frankly, my prosperity, you know, and like a financial abundance. And I was kind of in this visualization where I saw myself um, kind of running around the base of a mountain. And I could hear myself saying, like, I, I just have to figure out how to get to the top. And should I go this way? Or should I go that way? Or should I go this way? And I, I could hear this voice say, <laughs> all the pathways lead to the top. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Like stop running around the base of the mountain like a chicken with your head cut off, freaking out. It's a distraction. Just pick a pathway. But then here's the second part that happened that was even more amazing is then in this little visualization I had, I turned around from this mountain that seemed to be what I was obsessed about and I could see the valley. And in the valley there was just this kind of like beautiful river. And there was this feeling like, oh, wow, wouldn't that be much easier to just, I could see sort of the pathway down the valley. And it was like, oh, I don't have to scale this mountain. I can just follow this pathway, like the water itself, right? Just kind of going down the mountain into this beautiful verdant valley. And I realized that we could say source, was showing me these different pictures of what it looked like to accomplish, in this case, what I was focusing on, which was prosperity. Yeah, sure, we can scale the mountain, which we might say is more of our masculine energy, and particularly this like, well, should I take this path or that path? Or, you know, like, come on, I got to gear up. I got to make it to the top. I got to hit the peak, right? It's very it's very much aligns with that masculine energy. Or there's this feminine, which is where you you surrender, like the water, like you you get in the river and you let the river carry you and it takes you exactly where you need to go. And sometimes we need to, you know, engage with that more that doing or efforting energy, but I really feel like and that can be very satisfying. Like let's let's speak to that too. Like that can be very satisfying. It's not so much the thing that we're doing, but the energy with which we're looking at it. And I just know for me as a 
modern day goddess, professional woman, mother lover leader. And I know for you too, Ray, the emphasis on that, I got to gear up and I got to scale the mountain can just feel so exhausting. I mean, women are so tapped out right now. I mean, just to, just if we look at the statistics, we've got adrenal burnout, we've got twice the incidences of depression and stress. Like there's a, the women are processing, I believe, a lot right now at, in all the roles that we're playing and all that is confronting us. And when we think that satisfaction looks like, oh my God, I got to gear up and hike to the top of that mountain. And where am I going to find the energy or the resources to do that versus you could get to the same point by surrendering, by remembering where your power actually is in your feminine body, i.e., I would say, your body, heart, and soul, your pleasure, your sensual energy. And you you can sort of place yourself in this kind of receptive place of meandering down into that verdant valley. You know, that is also where the gold is for us. And that's the part that I think we've forgotten. It's so true. And, and really, as you're speaking about this, what you're talking about is alignment because source doesn't struggle. Source doesn't suffer. Source is always satisfied, even in the midst of total that crazy chaos because it has the long view. And it reminds me of, you know, some of our greater teachers like Jesus. You know, the reason he didn't freak out when you had leprosy, <laughs> which frankly, it's kind of hard not to do, but he didn't freak out because he saw the long view. He knew that this was temporary. Even if you move through this physical life, you're an eternal being. So there, so source is always satisfied with what is right time, right place, right unfolding. And yet we rail our fist. It can't possibly be happening to me. And all that we're doing is putting ourselves separate from viewing our lives through the eyes of source. And again, I want to emphasize, I'm, we're not asking you to give up on your desire. We're not asking you to be satisfied with that which you don't have. But in order for you to realize that desire, satisfaction and pleasure and coming through that aligned eyes of source energy has to come first. That's the magic. So gosh darn it, I have to love on my way to being loved. I have to feel rich on the way to my, be my, my being prosperous, or at least I have to feel relaxed on my way to this desire that I hope brings me relaxation. <laughs> I have to be happy to be happy. <laughs> it is such a lovely conundrum. And I think it's, it's, you have to laugh at ourselves and, and how much more complicated we try to make this joyous journey. But it just occurred to me while you were talking, it's like, well, this is what source feels. It's always satisfied. It is not railing its fist against anything. And nor should we, if we're to really get into the opportunity to to really bring in what it is that we're wanting. Well, I'm going to play a little bit of this turning to satisfaction power from our teachers, Abraham. This is from a recent cruise. Love the cruises because they always get this, you know, body of water around them and have all these very focused human beings on a boat. And it's always extraordinary. You can check out these tracks and many, many more over at abraham-hicks.com. Of course, we encourage you to go over there and buy everything and go on all the trips and everything. So here we go. A few moments with our teachers. 
teachers and as they talk about turning to satisfaction. To talk with you about anything that matters to you, but we want you to consider what it feels like to be a physical being who has launched a rocket, handed the baton off to your inner being, who has gathered all the cooperative components and is now handing the baton back to you. This full-blown manifestation that you want, or at least clues to it, clues to it, clues to it. But you've got to be in the receptive mode. You can't be in a negative mood. You can't be in a bad mood. You can't be mad at someone or hating someone or mad at yourself. You can't be insecure and attract security. You can't be aware that you don't have enough money and let money in. You've got to find a different vibrational frequency. And we've been talking about it in lots of different ways over the years. And many of you have been listening to us for a long time, and we know you've heard so much of all of that. But today, let's call this receptive mode, this receiving mode. And are you getting what it is? You've created a vibrational reality. Where are you standing in relationship to it? Are you receptive to this vibrational reality? Or are you receptive to beliefs that hinder that? What have you got your tuner tuned to? When you feel satisfaction, now that satisfaction could be eagerness or enthusiasm. It could even be passion. It could be a feeling of love or appreciation. It could be a feeling of interest. Sometimes Esther will come home at the end of an excursion and she will walk into her house and, and she'll just feel satisfied, just satisfied just to be in this space where she's gathered things that are meaningful. And sometimes she'll just sit here and go over there and go over there and go over there. And she just thinks, I'm so satisfied. <laughs> I like this so much. Sometimes it's because of a bird calling. Sometimes it's because of a butterfly flying. But there is so much reason for so much satisfaction once you start tuning to it. So we want to say to you before we jump into things that... The state of satisfaction is being in the receiving mode. And when you're in the receiving mode, then you're tuned in to everything that your inner being knows about where you are in relationship to everything you want. And your inner being has such a broad, clear view. Your inner being is offering you guidance, which you receive in the form of impulses, sometimes in the form of clear sentences. Esther's immediate knee-jerk reaction that she had chopped down trees kept her from hearing us. It took a friend who was not out of the vortex to say to her with words, that's irrational, silly girl. What do you want to talk about? Oh, I want to talk about that. You know, uh, that, that one line, uh, I actually wrote it on a sticky note and I'm looking at it on top of my desk. You can't attract security when you feel insecure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or love or passion or sensuality, right? Like it's, you could substitute whatever it is. But this is that, you know, and I know hack is a funny word because for some of us, hack means something out of the vortex, but I mean this, the shortcut to everything that you're wanting is this place of satisfaction where you know, as a physical being, you've handed off the baton, as they said, to your broader, wise, I wouldn't even want to say self because there's probably selves. Mm -hmm. They've told us we're all kind of surrounded by an entourage that's doing our bidding. <laughs> We've handed off the baton. They've handed it back through intuition and feel-good flow and insight and coincidences, quote-unquote, and all the stuff that we love as conscious creators. We love the magic 
So it is that place of, you know, being satisfied where it's sort of this feeling like, you know, someone sent something to you in the mail and you know it's at the post office, but it's, you know, it's Saturday and they're not open till Monday. Mm-hmm. It's like you're anticipating. I love those words, right? So what is satisfaction? Eagerness, anticipation, excitement. It certainly isn't bored. It certainly isn't, you know, a, you know, this resolution where I've just given up. No, it's, it's vibrant. So we're talking about peachy satisfaction where, you know, you're emanating that thought that you are in relationship with that broader knowing and it is all done. And you're going to be surprised and delighted on the way to where it's going. I mean, it just gets no better than this. Mm, Yeah, that's beautiful. And as I was listening to that same piece, what was coming to me, Ray, was that it's not like a distinction maybe that could be useful. It's it's not a destination satisfaction. It's a mode. Mm. It's a receiving mode. So it doesn't have resistance. Right. Or the resistance is just relax. If there is resistance, it's relaxed. I, you know, I, I think neutral is in a bad place or like the, also the word ex- accepting comes to me. I remember reading in The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle years ago that, that there's like kind of three, three modes and the baseline one is acceptance. And then there's excitement. And then I think enthusiasm. But like it, if in anything that we do, if we're doing it with anything less than acceptance, that kind of neutral sort of it feels like ground zero place, we're actually creating conflict. You know, if we're pissed off or we're irritated or we're resentful or we're feeling bitter or we're feeling like we have to do something or, you know, like when, when we take action from that place, that's, you know, law of attraction, that's going to generate more of that. But if we can at least get ourselves to sort of this base level of of acceptance, you know, which I, it might be another word for satisfaction for us to play with, where we're just not thwarting things, not arguing, not you know, and then, but ideally moving up the scale, as I think Abraham would say, to these these different maybe frequencies or flavors of satisfaction. You know, like one of my favorite flavors that I talk about in my work is is joygasm, <laughs> like this kind of heart explosion of joy or of love or of just rightness with the world, with our spirit, with our soul. But but also there's an orgasmic feeling. It's an embodied feeling. It's not like a spiritual bypass experience. It's actually the whole body is sort of vibrating with life force energy or shakti. To me, that state is like a sort of a very high frequency of satisfaction. Yeah, I like what you're saying because what you're you're helping me realize is that satisfaction is a tonality that has a lot of different kinds of frequencies. I mean, you can come in just sort of resistant free, which is the beginning, right? But as we kind of amp up. And it has its own momentum. You don't have to even do this. If you hang out in satisfaction, it has its own momentum, just like source energy. And you will move into these higher states of bliss where you start to get into that um, pleasure, orgasmic tone. I, I love that. I hadn't thought about that. I had thought about satisfaction as sort of one stepping stone, but it really does lead to this sort of broader receiving mode of just being ironically in the place where all the stuff you want to get, you think will give you. <laughs> right? 
Right. And then just to like, if I can just put a little tantra in this exploration, like when we think of orgasm, it's the ultimate surrender, right? It's that kind of melting into just even if it's momentary, a feeling of the the little self or that the, the individual identity has disappeared. And we're suddenly in this place that might be like what it feels like if we were to encounter God or goddess or the divine. It's this kind of, you know, merging into oneness, if you will. And that's really source. You know, that's, and at least in, in my teaching and my worldview or path, that's one of the reasons why we've been given these bodies with this capacity for tremendous pleasure and embodied sensuality. And if we use that consciously, that's, you know, one of the the blessings and the great promises of the tantric path is that that can be a gateway for us to to God or to source, you know, to sort of the ultimate, maybe we'd say, satisfaction of knowing ourselves as divine. Oh, that's so good. That just completely topped the the discussion for me and in, in the sort of place that we're taking this. And what occurred to me as you were speaking is that really satisfaction is sort of the gateway drug to pleasure. Because we, you know, we we can't really come from, you know, disconnected, dissatisfied, suffering, struggling, and then pop into pleasure. I mean, we'd have to have at least a bottle of Chardonnay before we can do that, <laughs> right. right? To to artificially release resistance. But this is so much more satisfying because, unlike with alcohol, where you're just inebriating the body, you can be present to that evolution of oneness with the divine and and realization and remembering who you are. What I think is so interesting, though, is at least satisfaction feels doable for most of us, Mm. where the idea of an orgasmic day might be like, yeah, whatever. It might be a little far out there. Yeah. And for me, too, you know, although my life is inc- has incredible levels of bliss and and satisfaction and contentment you know i mean i feel so blessed you know i'm not living every one of my moments orgasmically either far from it but yes what a what a good thing for us to remember you know and also that's how we got here like our incarnation happened in that moment of oneness of the of the sun and the moon the masculine the feminine the father and the mother coming together and i actually believe that's how we exit too so just to remember like those are our bookends really and so why wouldn't we be orienting towards that as creators yes yes and, and what what comes to my mind though is that this is part of the discipline is that we're always at choice yeah because we can be pulled into the tonality of suffering and separateness and Twitter, (laughs) you know, or we can be tuning to anything simple, nature, a moment, a piece of a clothing, a viewpoint, you but it's a choice to tune in to satisfaction. And it is a muscle that we need to build. But I think part of the the knowledge, the understanding for me that was such a gift in this particular track was that all I need to do is feel satisfied and then trust that I'm in the receiving mode and everything is being done on my behalf. And then I wait and watch for the intuitive yes for me to go this way and go that way. So this isn't, this isn't inactive satisfaction. It's just 
satisfaction that is in alignment so that there's more and more satisfaction so that we ultimately get to the place maybe a couple times in our ordinary day of remembering our union with the divine Mm -hmm. so that when we do transition, it's not such an unfamiliar state. It's a coming home. Right. I love that we can, as as I know, you know, Buddhists talk about this and, and this idea of dying a little every day is that place of just really being satisfied that it is all taken care of. And in the moment, there is even more to tease out, but it's an active satisfaction, not a passive satisfaction. And I, I hope that makes sense. So it's not pushing, but it is clearly choosing. Yeah, it's like what's kind of, the words that are coming is just like resting into the abundance of this moment. Yes. And knowing that when contrast comes, and it will, because we're here, it's not like you did anything wrong. There was a time where we used to talk about law of attraction is like, well, how'd you do that? It's all good. It's all good. Whatever is unfolding is yours to have. And the realization of that contrast will come to you faster in satisfaction, because you can feel satisfied about one thing and get intuitive hits on another part of your life that's not satisfying. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Or that isn't lined up with your preferences (laughs) quite yet. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. So it's good information to know, good to know, as our teachers would say, Good to know because with this knowledge, and I'm so grateful and I'm so grateful for you and, and your depth and breadth of knowledge and really studying this stuff and, and being able to be intuitively aligned to, to bring through your mind and your heart in this moment to this clarity of, of who we are and what the opportunities are. And I just want to thank you for spending this hour with us on Everyday Attraction. And I hope you'll do it again. I hope you'll come back because I feel like you know, we've just started talking about satisfaction, but we can really get into pleasure. <laughs> yes, let's do. This was chapter one, Ray, and thank you so much. And I just feel so grateful and really want to acknowledge your commitment to this work and to bringing your voice to it and sharing it in this way with the people who are resonant with it and looking for it, because this is exactly you know, one of those satisfying, these, these, this vibration of satisfaction that, you know, you are putting out into the world. And it's no small deal to do that. So thank you for being that. And thank you for doing that. And I just couldn't be more honored to be a guest today. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And again, I've been talking to Lisa Schrader. You can check out her website at awakeningshakti.com and stay tuned to our show. We'll, we'll definitely bring her back as another feel good sister opportunity. And as we conclude today, we hope that you heard something that will resonate with you in the days and weeks to come so that you too can remember who you really are. So check out our website at everydayattraction.com. Let's stay connected. And until next time, feel good, sister. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.